celebrate the woman leading at every level in life, leadership, love, and style. This is your guide to soulful living and changing the world one conversation at a time. This is episode 10 on intentional living. So I'm sitting here tonight with a cup of cinnamon tea and I have a white pumpkin spice latte candle burning and it is just a little before 11 o'clock p.m. And that is sometimes how it goes. I know it's seven days away from Christmas. There's lots of things on our mind and lots of things to do. I think the last three months has been pretty full for me. Um, A lot of things on my mind. And so while I've been able to intentionally create space in my life for the things that I know matter to me the most, there's certainly a lot of things on my mind and there's been a lot happening in the background. And, um, but I want to talk a little bit about how I've been trying to practice more intentional living, even in my own life. So, um, I know this past Saturday with all of the holidays coming up, my kids already have a packed schedule and then we have our own schedules to keep. So as my kids have been getting older, there's a lot more to manage and a lot more running around that we do. So they're not little anymore. And I know if you have little ones, it can be really exhausting because you are, you know, without sleep and you're trying to figure out what to do. And um, and it can be very overwhelming to try to be running around a million places. And then as they get older, there's a lot of joy in being able to have more freedom to do that. But there's a lot more stops to make because they have things going on in their own schedules And our two are still in the transition before they're ready to drive. So we're still responsible for all of the driving. Um, And of course, we have friends who help here and there too. But we primarily own the time in the car with them. So, um, you know, this past Saturday, just a little highlight into how that can go. I had been preparing all week long for it because I knew that I had to be in certain places at certain times. And... I knew I needed to organize my schedule in such a way that I could manage my time effectively and not have a meltdown in the car (laughs) driving everywhere. So I had prepared for it and I just chose to say to myself, like, I want to make the best of this because it's not going to be many years that I'm going to be able to be the one driving them around. Pretty soon they're going to be driving themselves around and I won't have this time in the car to listen to music with them or just to talk, hear what's on their heart, even just laugh together. Sometimes just sit in silence and enjoy enjoy the music and enjoy the scenery and look at Christmas lights and all of that. So this past Saturday, I think it started at 8 in the morning. We had to be um, at a 
high school by 8.30 for my one daughter to take a placement test. And, um, and it carried on all the way until about 8 at night. And somehow we were able to make that day really pleasant. I think I only had one mini meltdown. And I did apologize for it because it's like I really was trying to make the best of the day and enjoy it. And so, you know, you start off at, you know, 8, 8.30 in the morning. And um, I actually am more of a morning person than not. So it was a little easier for me. Except that in the morning, I do like to have quiet time or a little bit of time to myself. And so I just kick the day off with needing to run around. So I knew that I would be able to make up for that in the car as I was driving to the next place. Sometimes I would have time on my own and I could listen to a podcast or some music, take some time to think. This day happened to have these wonderful pockets of opportunities to fit in some intentional time. And I think so much of it has to do with how we've grown and chosen to live as a family over the years and how I've learned to say yes and no to different things and what it is that I'm truly seeking. And so um, I think on Saturday, again, we started really early. We got up and out of the house and we had to be somewhere by 8.30 for my daughter to do testing. And in between 8.30 and 10, I did a couple of errands because they were close by to her school, so I could knock out a couple of errands for later in the day. One of those errands is a confession. So we had there was a cookie exchange later in the day with a friend, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to even make it to the cookie exchange because I knew I had such a tight schedule running kids around all day. If there was a chance for me to make it to the cookie exchange, I knew that I needed to bring cookies, but I did not bake any cookies. <laughs> so I one of the things I did was headed over to one of our local shops that has a fresh bakery, and I they had a whole cookie section of like holiday cookies where you could pick out holiday cookies. And I was just amazed. You know how like things just fall into place and you're so happy about them because you know that this is going to count for something. So I should have known that that was the first sign that I was going to make it to the cookie exchange because they had a whole, um, you know, display of holiday cookies to choose from. So I was able to load up for me and my daughter's party for later to get our holiday cookies for our holiday parties. So, um, no, they were not homemade by me, but they were homemade with love by someone at that bakery. And I thank you very much for that because you saved the day. So that was one of my errands. That was a confession. And um, I was able to knock that out. And then by 10, I was so excited that one of my friends jumped in and wanted to have a coffee date and just catch up. We've been meaning to catch up for a while. And I'm sure, again, like many of you know, it's hard to do that when you're managing, you know, work and family life and um, things that you just normally do throughout your, your day. And so we were able to fit in some time together to meet and catch up and talk about life. And it was a sweet hour and 15 minutes. And I am so thankful that I was able to have that time. And those are the things that I think when you're, when you're living intentionally, you're learning how to make time for the things that you really want in your life. And, and you'll find a way for those opportunities to, 
to be created. And yes, there are times where you can't fit them in, but when you can and it works out all like that, it's just a really awesome, beautiful gift. So we had that time and it was such a sweet time. And it was like, it was this refreshing, energizing pocket of time before I had to run on to the next thing. And my daughter got to go home with her and, you know, their daughters are best friends and they had the afternoon together to spend and that was a blessing. So, so that was, um, you know, it was just all worth it. You know, it's all worth it when you can say yes to something that really matters to you and, you know, off and running. So my, my son had to be at work and my daughter had to be at a holiday party and I'm, I'm not even kidding you somehow all these times worked out. I think, I was only five minutes late to one thing and 15 minutes late to, to another thing. So a little bit of grace um, happened there. And so I think I only had one mini meltdown that I did apologize for. It was a mini one because, you know, I started out really early and by midday I was already starting to wear out a little bit but needed to be rejuvenated before jumping in the car at the next thing. Um, but, you know, I got through it, and we got through it, and um, we were able to move on. So, And then as I headed out to take my daughter to this holiday party, which, by the way, I was very willing to do, I was so blessed by the people that just warmly welcomed us when we brought her in. I think, again, it was one of those things where I said, you know what, I want to take you and I want to have this experience. I want to go drive out there and see the Christmas lights and everything. And so even though it was a little bit of a drive, there was just something about it that I wanted to do because I knew that I would also have time to catch up on a couple of podcasts I've been wanting to listen to and listen to some music and just have, you know, some in-between downtime. Um, so... And when I got there, you know, I was trying to like figure out my Google Maps and everything to get to my next location. But, you know, the woman that was hosting the party for my daughter came out to the car and she said, you know, why don't you just come in? You don't have to stay out here. And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm I'm just looking, you know, I'm just looking for my next location. I'm trying to find out where I go. And she's like, but come on in and see the decorations. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to say yes to that. And, you know, normally I might say no, but um because I don't want to impose but she welcomed me in and I thought what a beautiful thing that is when someone welcomes you in and asks you and you can stop for a moment and receive that they asked you and let it be it was such a gift it was so their home was just so warm and welcoming and she had just decked it out for the holidays there were just all these fun decorations and she made such a fun party and so many cool decorations for the girls and I got to see everything and they were just very warm and kind people and again it was one of those moments where I was just glad that I said yes to it and I received it and then I was off and running into the next thing and that was the cookie exchange and again I didn't know if I could make it but I decided to say yes to it because um because I knew that it would be really good for me and it would be a wonderful break in the day and 
It would make all of these stops. Every time I made a stop, it was worth it to make the stop. And so I went to the cookie exchange, and again, it was another warm and welcoming atmosphere, and many of my friends were there, and it was just good to see all of them. The night before we had been together, and we laughed together and played games, we had a holiday party the night before, and it was just good to see them again and and be doing something meaningful. So for this cookie exchange, we brought our cookies and we put them all in the center and then we exchanged them and we came away with, I think, six containers, um, five or six containers of cookies that we can go and give out to our neighbors. And so again, it was like this expansive said yes to it and then it was just worth it because of the experience because she had made her home so cozy and welcomed us in and just loved us well and you know stopped for this cup of tea and had you know all this just warmth and generosity and a heart of welcome going on in addition to being able to take something and do something wonderful and generous for our neighbors so we brought cookies home that we could hand out to our neighbors and so that was the next stop. And then shortly right after that, I had to go take care of, you know, picking everybody up from all of their places. So, you know, those breaks in the day were so worth it. And they were the, the essence of living intentionally and some of the things that I talked about. And it was as if I was walking through my own learning experience about what that really meant and how it would really feel if we decided to do that. And it was like an all-in-one-day experiment of preparing my mind, my heart, and my soul mentally um, and emotionally for what the day entailed and having like starting out with a heart of gratitude for, I get to do this. This is a wonderful thing that I get to be present and I get to do this and I get to be a mom to my kids and I get to be here and do these things and that, you know, my car is running and I can take them places and that we have these people who love us and who are welcoming us in. And then as the evening, you know, came to a close, we drove around and we got to see Christmas lights and spend time in the car listening to music and um, somehow we fit it all in. And yes, I was pretty tired by the time we got to the end of the day, but I was very grateful that I had those opportunities. So I know that, you know, when you have little ones, it can be hard because it feels like you have to, you know, run around and do all of these things. And I do think that one of the key things is just remembering your energy and where you derive your energy. And I think also, um, you know, when you're managing not only yourself, but a whole family, and even if you're just managing other people's expectations, if you don't have a family, you can really wear yourself out. So really look at, you know, how can my day feel like a gift? And how can it be a way that I live with intention? And I think, you know, some days you're just soaking it all in and you have to listen intently to the things you need to hear. You know, as I was working around the house and driving errands, decided to make the phone call to my sister because I had had such a busy week and it's hard to catch up with everyone and you want to call them and talk to them and hear their voice. And, you know, you decide to make that phone call. You take stock of 
where you are. You know, I had time to think in between when I was on my own on those drives, you know, where am I and, and what's happening? You know, a lot has been happening again, like I said, in my work life, in our home life, a lot of good stuff has been happening. And then there have been a lot of challenging things. And so you kind of take stock of where are we and where are we headed? And, um, you know, making time to spend time with someone in conversation. I, I'm telling you, I had like the experiment that day of, of all of these things. And it was, um, is a really cool gift. And I believe that, you know, um, we just need to love well. I think that's what I was reminded again of how can we love well and how can we receive? We're constantly in the process of restoring all of us, restoring, rebuilding, learning and unlearning. We're growing in faith together, even when it feels like we're separate. And and I think sometimes we're looking around at the world and asking ourselves, what is going on and things that don't make sense. And I return to the question, this is the biggest question when we start to look at how do we live in intentionally is, how am I giving life to what I'm doing today? How am I giving life to what I'm doing today? So as I went through the day, I had to challenge myself to keep asking that question. And I think um, all of those people that welcomed me in and that I welcomed in as we did that for each other, you know, in inviting intention and grace, we we embody the idea of generosity. And it's not just the giving of things. It's the spirit of your why. So when these people opened their home and they opened their tables, when you allow warmth, softness, grace, it's a true place of welcome. When your why is matching your offering. Why are you celebrating? Why are you hosting? Why are you making this or that dish? I shared around Thanksgiving about that Friends episode where, you know, Monica's like crazy making all the dishes, all the different kinds of potatoes for all her friends because they were like, oh, but my mom made potatoes like this. And we get caught up in all of that. We want to please everyone and we want to make it unique. And it was like trying to make the perfect Thanksgiving dinner and the whole gang (laughs) runs out to check on something and they lock themselves out of the apartment. There's this whole misunderstanding about who had the keys to get back in. And by the time they get back in, the whole dinner is ruined and burned and everyone is so unhappy. And it's one of my favorite episodes because it's a great example of checking our why. I've been this way before, doing something just to prove I care and I want to make everyone happy. And then I burn myself out and burn the dinner, which does happen. And while it is a funny story, that is where we sometimes find ourselves. So taking a step back, it doesn't mean that you can't say yes to things. And I think that was what the most amazing thing for me to experience is that these people who were opening their homes and their hearts, they were doing it with a why that was meaningful to them. Like they really believed in their why and they, they wanted to be a part of it and they wanted me to be welcomed in. And I thought, that is beautiful. That is what it's about. That's what living with intention is about, right? Is welcoming each other in and saying, this is, you know, this is my home and this is what I've done and I want you to share in it and having that spirit of generosity. So 
just let yourself take a step back today because you can enjoy saying yes to things. And I think that's the thing is we hear a lot about saying no to things, but I really believe you can enjoy saying yes to things when there's a why behind it that makes sense to you. And when you are planning for your time out in the weeks and the months ahead, as I was planning my day, I had to remember and tune into my why. You know, why was I doing the things I was doing? When you do things out of love and kindness and a deep gratitude, a deep sense of gratitude, which is where I had to return to, which is what I wanted to do, right? But when you're doing things out of that place, you'll give generously out of intention You just begin to embody that idea. There really is room for more at the table. There really is room for you to do more. You become expansive and somehow your time expands. And I'm not really sure, you know, like I said, it wasn't that I didn't run late to a few things here and there, but somehow everything all worked out. Another way to live with intention is truly giving yourself time and space to think to dream, to write, to get clear on your purpose. Thriving starts with building your own awareness so that you can create from your strengths and joys, not from a place of burnout. It's where you can set a clear intention. And when you give yourself space, you're you're able to be open to new ideas and to see new possibilities. And it seems counterintuitive because it seems like there's so many things to do. But if you cannot even hear yourself think and you cannot figure out what you're doing next and you can't take a time out to be able to do that it's it's easy for distractions and shoulds and all of that stuff to get in the way and fill your head and rule over you and you know the fulfillment of your vision starts here it starts in giving yourself some space and it doesn't require weeks and months and years it it may for some people require longer than a day or longer than a weekend or longer than an hour. Um, It may require some time where you clear your calendar and you start asking, like, what is my calendar supposed to look like? You know, as you get into this next season, you may be asking yourself those questions. What does my calendar need to look like? It's hard to ask yourself that question if it's so full all the time with things that you're not sure why you're doing them. And again, if you're tuning into your why, but you've become unclear on your why, and now your calendar's just full of things to be full of them, it's hard to know what your vision is at this stage in your life. And when you give yourself time, it centers you and it grounds you so that you can build deeper, more meaningful relationships. It's such a great starting place. It may feel uncomfortable, and it may bring a lot of feelings of uncertainty, but there's something to be had in the waiting. When you're in the time and space where you're waiting, one of the greatest things that you can do for yourself is create some routines that ground you and give you a feeling of momentum while you wait. Routines bring both freedom and purpose. So While I don't believe your whole day needs to be planned to the T, to the minute, and focused only on time and rushing around because that's going to rob you of the time and space that we've talked about giving yourself, routines do create an ability to live with intention. It's not focused just on being time-bound. It's what do I want? It's routines based on 
what am I seeking here? You know, I want to wake up at six every day so I can feels restrictive. But if it's, I want my mornings to feel spacious and more peaceful, that's a whole different feeling than just restricting yourself to, I need to wake up at six because if I don't wake up at six, then I'm going to da 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 and I'm already behind for the day. And I think if you're asking yourself more about what are you looking for, what feeling are you asking yourself to have, and what is it that you're seeking ultimately to get from it? So routines created during a time where you're allowing more space is based on what you're seeking, what you really want to have more of in your life. And once you identify those things, it's easy to create a routine that supports that, and it feels way better. And the key to lasting routines are the ones that are fueled by your desire to feel whole. Having a few that are intentional and want-driven in your day balances out the fact that there are schedules and tasks that must be done to function. So we all have things that we have to do in order to function and keep our life moving. But when you have routines that, that make you feel supported and grounded and in touch with how you want your day to feel, it's much more meaningful. And when you intentionally create space and bring purpose to your time with routines that support you, you'll be able to receive from that place. Living generously and more open makes room for others to show up and give to you too. Be willing to receive gifts, encouragement, goodness, help, provision, time. You have the space in your life to receive what you most need. When there isn't space, it's hard to receive. And when you're living from that place of wholeness and willingness, amazing things happen. Opportunities open up. People come into your life. You have time. You have purpose. And now things become more grounded and it all starts to feel more connected to your whys more naturally. So pray and open your heart to receive as you allow yourself time. And you can begin to hope again. You know, I think when we're feeling lost and rushed and overwhelmed and burned out, it's hard to have hope for a vision and a future. It's hard to even really see that clearly. But, you know, I love talking about hope because having hope and an inspired image of the future keeps you going. It's the thing that you build on. It's how you're able to create and establish new routines and make a change you've been longing to make. It keeps you going when things don't seem to be going right. It pulls you out of the dark and back into the light. When you're ready to make time to receive, hope can make a grand entrance. You can dream again and get excited about possibility. I love what Dr. Boyatzis um, says in Resonant Leadership. Hope acts as a magnet. It's an attractor. Hope has a positive impact on our brains and our hormones. It affects our perceptions of the events around us. As a positive emotional attractor, hope allows you to consider your strengths, your dreams, and your vision for the future. So hope brings mental calm and clarity and optimism. You're up for the challenges ahead. And hope matters because your dreams matter. And it's a catalyst for change, but also a way to diffuse anxiety and fear. Sustainable desired change is through cultivating hope.
When you start to feel this hope again and you've made time and space, you're willing to connect, you're willing to open your heart to receive, there is magic in conversation. I know some of the most magical moments I've experienced have been when I've slowed down enough to listen intently. You heard some of those times where I just decided to enter in just in that one day, three times entering into conversation and how it was like, I was so grateful that I took the time to listen and to be present with those people and make that time to see another soul across the table. And when I look back on the whole year, that's what I reflect on as being most grateful for. Because I had a lot of other challenging things that want to show up and make me feel not good enough and questioning myself or wishing I would have done things differently. But then there are all these rich, meaningful times that I look on where I've had the chance to have wonderful, intentional connection, you know, creating more time in your life to be there for people you love and people you want to serve. That's what life is about. It's, it's being there for the people that you love and want to serve. That's ultimately what your dreams are leading you to do. I know for me personally, I really wanted to take in more phone calls and have more time taking the kids to the park and going to dinners, meeting new friends, you know, rekindling old friendships, helping on a project. I hosted intentional evenings with a group of 10 inspiring women sharing their stories around the table. It was beautiful. If you didn't follow me on Instagram and see some of the postings and a few things in my stories, it's so hard to even explain, but those times were absolutely precious. We held two events this past year, and it was just amazing to watch these women come together and share their stories and get to know one another. I am grateful for all of those that welcomed me in as I've pursued this intention, for sharing your stories with me, for being a part of that. So in all of this, it's just, you know, taking the time to listen to your life. Your life is speaking to you. There are things to notice. There are fresh ways to listen. Moments for you to stop and invite clarity, calm, and collection to fearlessly ask questions and open your heart to the answers all around you? How are you already listening and leaning into the world around you today? How are you allowing yourself to be open to possibility? Can't wait to share more about intentional living. I hope you have a wonderful, happy holidays. I know for me, what I really love to do around the holidays, and I'll just share this. Well, one of my favorite things that I did last year was I made my own wreath, which was really fun. I took some of the greenery from outside and I made my own wreath from, from my evergreen bushes. And there was just something about it. And we're going to talk a little bit in the next Intentional Living Style episode about putting your hands to work because I really want to dive into that topic because I love it. I love it. I love design. I love putting your hands to work. I love creativity. And I can't wait to talk about that just as its own topic. So we'll cover that next time. But um, there is just something to be said about creating and um, doing something and seeing the finished product afterwards. There's just such an imperfect process in the whole creation thing. But I really loved making that wreath. And I just loved the fresh smell of the the evergreen as I was working with it and I've approached my holiday decorating 
with a lot more simplicity in the most recent years. I try to keep it as simple as possible, but enough that it feels festive. I think those are some of my favorite things to do. And my kids have asked me to do some other things, like some traditional Christmas things. So some of the other things we've already done. Let's see. We went ice skating downtown, and we saw all the lights lit up around. We went at dusk, which was so much fun. And I don't even know that we planned it so perfectly. But it, again, it was one of those days that just happened to be exactly what we what we wanted right at the right time without really um, thinking about it. As you heard, I did not actually bake cookies. I mean, I really bake one cookie that's really good, maybe two, and they're both a chocolate chip version. I do make peanut butter cookies. Those are really good. <laughs> so I did do a Christmas cookie challenge with my daughter one year, and we made like mittens and Christmas trees, and we decorated them. And I would have to say that I did pretty good on that, but... Um, but she's, it's not something that I do regularly. So we have made ornaments out of that salt dough. I think I still have them in my drawer. We've made those. I'm not sure what some of your Christmas traditions are. I wouldn't say that any of those are traditions and I do them every year, but they are things that come to my mind that we've tried. We've done the local fun flea markets. We have some awesome trendy flea markets that hit up our area. And we've done that a couple of times around the holidays. They're really fun to go to and pick out some trinkets and treasures. And then this past weekend, another favorite moment was on Sunday. And this was another time where I think I practiced intentional living because I had another day where I was I was running around more than I wanted to, especially after Saturday. But I had this really awesome in-between time that we I took my daughter outside. It was a little nicer of a day, and we went out for a walk, and we delivered the cookies from the cookie exchange to a few of our neighbors, and one of them we delivered to the local antiques shop. So right at the corner of our street, we have a few little cute shops, and two new shops just opened up, a chocolate shop and an art store. We've always had this antiques shop, and so we went walking through the antiques shop and found a few trinkets and treasures um, a few ornaments to hang on the stockings. I have a tradition that I hang a, an ornament every year on their stockings on Christmas morning when we fill their stockings. And so we picked out ornaments together and delivered the Christmas cookies to them. And that was fun. And then we checked out the windows of the other little stores because, of course, that always is so fun to see how people decorate their store windows for every season. I am not partial. It can be any season. Um, my favorite, favorite season is fall for sure but I love to see how people decorate their store windows in any season. So we got to check that out. And that was just an intentional timeout that was really sweet. And it was just an hour. It was another hour and a half in the middle of my day before I was running around doing other things, but it was completely energizing. And it was really great quality time with my daughter who thrives on that. So I hope the holiday season treats you well. I know I'm counting down the days till Christmas, somewhat relieved when it will be over, but also expectant for some sweet time with my family. I have mixed feelings that I only have a few days left to go, but I also want it to be here already, not only so I can enjoy it and keep the lights and candles on as long as I can, but I also look forward to moving on from Christmas to all the other wonderful things life has to offer. And speaking of offerings, I'm excited to share with you some of the things I'll be launching for 2019. First, I'll be hosting my very first ever 10-week coaching intensive. 
I've created a very unique offering for women who desire the benefits of coaching, want an in-person experience, but also need it to fit within their needs and their busy schedules. It'll have a few lovely bonuses, and it's designed to be inspiring and supportive to you right where you are right now with one shift you want to make right now. And there will always be coffee. Always. And the space is inspiring and beautiful, and will get all of your creative juices flowing. If you or someone you know may be interested in this, I'll share some more information in the show notes. I'm also opening up an opportunity for email coaching plans at a very special rate. Again, my goal is to offer support that makes sense for women in busy lives and with busy schedules. I want to give another flexible option that will help you to navigate a change or a transition that's targeted and customized right to you. I'll share more information in the show notes about this as well. And one more thing, if you love receiving good old-fashioned mail in your old-fashioned mailbox and you haven't yet signed up for receiving notes of encouragement from me throughout 2019, you can do that right on my website at lovehowsheleads.com 2019 letters. It's totally free just because I love to do it. I believe in encouraging women in their dreams and their goals all throughout the year. Please pass this along to any woman who you feel is ready to do something like this and needs other women who are ready to support her. Much love and good cheer to you throughout the holiday season and hopefully something cozy this week just for you. Thanks again for tuning in and don't forget to check me out on my website at lovehowsheleads.com and follow me on Instagram at lovehowsheleads. Until next time.